We are back and powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're speaking with Martin Madden, Assistant General Manager for the Anaheim Ducks, about some prospects going through this system. And I'd also like to talk to you about Jacob Perot. You know, it's interesting. I've had conversations about him with other people, and there's because he's a first-round pick, there's this you know narrative around first-round picks. They don't even really look at where he was drafted. They just look at, oh, he's a first-round pick, so he should be in the NHL. And I, I, I kind of look at them and say, you know, he just turned 21 in April. And then there's this blank stare at me like, oh, yeah. Like, we sometimes forget that there is a process that these kids take, and not everybody is Connor McDavid or, you know, Connor Bedard. And it does actually legitimately take time to develop. Um, talk about that process with Jacob because he was exposed to the to the American League earlier than most of his peer group. How much of that was a benefit? Maybe sometimes a bit of a hindrance to him, um, if him trying to catch up and remembering the fact that you know he was nineteen and twenty during that time frame. Uh, absolutely, I, I think it's uh, Jacob's a really an interesting example of the impact of. Uh, of the pandemic on player development and how everybody's dealt with it differently. Yeah. At the time we thought, well, this is a great opportunity for him to get his feet wet in the American league and, uh, you know, get that experience uh, under his belt really quickly. Uh, he had some success early on scoring goals uh, in that first year. Uh, but the, the rest of that season was, was tough. It was tough physically, it was tough mentally. You know, you're, again, you're playing with much older, older guys. You're in an environment where you're, you're stuck by yourself quite a bit because, uh, because of what's going on in the world. Uh, and then you're expected as a first round pick to produce, you're expected to get better, you're expected to, uh, to lead. Uh, and I don't think Jacob was ready for that uh, at that point. Uh, I think it affected his confidence a little bit. So it's been, I think his development has been up and down uh, since then. Uh, as with most players, I, it, for him, it comes back down to focus and consistency. Uh, we see the flashes. Uh, we, we know the skill. He demonstrates the skill, demonstrates the, the explosiveness and uh, the ability to to get open, get a shot, to beat people one on one, but the game is about more than that. And learning to do the more than that consistently uh, takes longer for for some people, and it's taken Jacob a bit a bit more time than we had hoped for, and I'm sure that he had hoped for. Uh, but as you've mentioned, he's still very young. And it's not because uh, he's had, you know, parts of three seasons in the American League that, okay, he's done in the NHL, he's not a prospect anymore. That's not the way it works. You know, just look at, uh, at his dad, Yannick, you know. It took him a while to uh, to be a regular NHL player, and he certainly ended up having a, a really uh, strong career. So we continue to believe in Jacob's ability and, uh, and give him the tools and the support for him to keep growing uh, as a person and, and as a player. It's interesting you brought that up because the average age for an NHL rookie is 22.9 years of age, draft plus five. 
Like, unless you're one of the exceptions, it generally takes you that amount of time. And I, I found really fascinating in some of the research I've been doing on cognitive performance, particularly, you know, in the frontal lobe of the brain, which is higher reasoning, decision making, that generally doesn't finish developing in males till you're about 24, which is why car insurance companies drop their rates at 25. Yeah. We're prior in that time, in that time frame, 18 to 22, 23, we're consistently inconsistent as, as young men. Uh, we were no different, you and I. And so why should be, why should the other players be any different too? And it's just sometimes we have to reframe our perspective of what's actually happening. And if they are inconsistent, that's actually normal. And, and it's actually would be surprising if they weren't inconsistent based on the level of emotional, mental, and physical pressures they are on, on in a daily basis comparative to their just normal peer group in the world. For sure. All good points. Uh, but you know, you know how, uh, yes, sports, uh, work, you know, it's everybody's under, uh, under stress, under pressure to, uh, to win, to perform, to get better, to show progression. So, uh, sometimes we forget uh, that there is a, there is a process and it doesn't take, uh, you know, it, it takes different amounts of time for, for these kids to, to get to their, uh, best selves. Yeah, the final destination. And they just have most most importantly, they got to get there. Um, you know, if it takes an extra year, I think that's that's okay. Let's talk about that from a different perspective with Ian Moore, who uh who's playing with Harvard. He's in his third year, and the fact that you know he's 21 and it's gonna end up coming out as a pro at 22, and then starting his pro career in particularly like in the American Hockey League as a 22-year-old. Uh, what do you think based on you know, your past experiences, the advantage of not having to go into the American league as a 20 year old and having maybe an extra year or two years under your belt, just for physical and mental, you know, emotional development before you have to, you know, hit the ground running in a very competitive, tough league in the, Amer in the AHL. I don't want to paint a, a, with a broad stroke there because I think it, it, it does vary uh, from individual to individual and and the CHL is still a, a very strong development league that leads you know kids to be pros at 20. Uh, in terms of Ian Moore and what we thought of where he was in his development both physically well especially physically when we drafted him uh, we think he, he he went the the right route. He he, he was a lanky uh, string bean bean of a kid uh, when we drafted him. He needed that extra time uh, for physical maturity, uh, and uh, we knew he was going to play in one year in the uh, in the USHL under a good coaching staff in Chicago, uh, and uh, and his path to to Harvard was was already decided at that point. So. For Ian, it, it was the right decision. It's the right path. It's allowed him to get stronger, uh, to fill out, to uh, to mature in terms of his poise, in terms of uh, in terms of his confidence to take charge. He was already he was always a a confident player in terms of his skill, uh, in terms of his game. But but he's become more of a leader uh, by by taking a longer path. So uh, we're happy where, where he's at at this point. 
Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I know the season hasn't started for them yet because the ECAC always starts a little bit later. Um, they let the Ivy League kids actually get some homework done. Uh, not like, you know, probably you and I when we were in university. <laughs> Maybe getting our homework later done than, than we're supposed to. But thoughts on, you know, that league, give, you know, not maybe not playing as many games and giving some time for some of these kids like, you know, Ian Moore, of being able to hit the gym and work out in a specific way for their body type. Yeah, again, no broad strokes for me on, on that one. Uh, in terms of Ian, yeah, he is a, he's a responsible, uh, process-oriented individual. Uh, really disciplined. So for him, that time, that extra time, he doesn't waste it. Uh, we could go through some other players that have gone that route uh, in the past uh, for us where the extra time or the the really nice, perfect gym just down the hall didn't really make much of a difference because they didn't make their way down there too often. So it, it comes down to how how driven you are as an individual out, you know, can you stick with that process? Do you, do you have clear goals in mind and do you follow through on, on the plan that you elaborate for yourself or that the team uh, puts in front of you? So it's uh, it's a process, but as far as Ian is concerned, we're, uh, we're happy that he is, uh, he's, he's used that extra time, uh, to get stronger and, uh, and continue to, to, uh, to perform well. Well, Martin, want to thank you very much for the great insight on your prospects. Looking forward to seeing you at the rink and uh, having you back on the show. Thanks Shane. Always a pleasure. That's Martin Madden, assistant general manager for the Anaheim Ducks. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after this.